Welcome to the Cobracast with the Prez and VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty, the Prez Logan, and i got my co-host, Ricky Etdog, VP Etridge. Welcome to the show. We're finally back. Boy, <coughs> we're back again. Finally. <laughs> we, we did start the year with great intentions. Always, we always do. Oh, we did. We, um, in the world we live in now, we did cop quite a few uh, hiccups along the way with uh we did the recap after round two, and we we're planning to go every second week. And then two weeks later, you popped for the, uh, the old novel coronavirus, and then had a bit of a two weeks later, I couldn't get down here because my wife had popped, and then I'd popped for COVID, and then uh, <coughs> added the birth of a child, and just good intentions. And over the last two weeks, we were meant to get onto it and do it, and then our guest last week decided he wasn't going to come to training, so we're like, oh, well, there's no point doing it. And empty seat next to us now because we thought he was going to be here tonight, and now he's not. Yeah, unfortunately, the um, bear trap just ducked out of training early, you know. Had to I heard, heard of the grapevine that he was going to go test his boat out. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> He's going to study study to get his licence, I think. I think he was going to try and find a tow ball off our marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> but now we are back, mate, and um, from here on out, <coughs> we will be pretty much every week, every... Hey, let's not make any promises. <coughs> let's... With best intentions, we promise to be back every, every second week at least. Uh, under promise and over <laughs> yeah. deliver. Yeah, that should have been our uh, thing from the get go. There's been a, mate, we come with good intentions, and then when you are the two blokes running the footy club, and let's be honest, in the first handful of weeks of the season, we did run into a lot of issues with us uh, fixturing and last minute trying to get things sorted. And but now we're back now, and um, in the rooms, obviously, and now you know, with um, the fact that I uh, can no longer train. As such for training, uh, there's no reason why we can't be here on a Tuesday night. We just need to kick blokes out after training a bit quicker. So, why would you not be training? I'm just lazy. <laughs> That's a bad boy right there. Fractured finger, unfortunately, which um, meant to be my season done. But let's, uh, let's see how that one, see how that goes. Yeah, so unfortunately, around 11, going for a mark. Yep. Just, uh, a mark. That's that's the most embarrassing, not embarrassing part, but the worst part about it is the fact that something I've done a hundred thousand times in my life. Everyone goes, "Oh, how'd you do that?" I'm like marking the ball. They just look at me like, "What?" I'm like, "It was a shit yeah. kick." Oh, it was a hack kick out. If you watch the footage on our Halfback Digital Media's YouTube page, it was a hack kick out. And I think the worst thing about it was because I've dislocated that finger that many times. I looked down and thought it was pointing sideways, yanked it as I normally do. Looked back and it was straight. I'm like, ah, "She's good now." As the game went on, I'm like, ah, she's uh, still really, really sore. And, yeah, the uh, scans the next day show that it's a pretty pretty bad fracture. So, Yep, so not ideal, but hopefully with a bit of luck going your way, re- you know, recovery is all right and we do get you back in time for finals. But, mate, it's been a while since we've gone through the results and we stuff. So yes. we've got a fair few games to get through, so we, we oh, probably shouldn't waste yeah, any time. Yeah, might as well just time. crack on. So, so let's, uh, let's get into round three. <laughs> just going back That's a while now. That's how long it's been. So what have we got? So round three, we uh, played Keezy for what felt like the third time for the season. <laughs> yeah, well, well <laughs> it was round three and it was already the second yeah. time facing him. And so the weird one of playing Keezy at um, Hamden Park. Hamden Park, which was, again, another another little thing that was a hiccup in the, in, you know, um, last minute changes and stuff, but you know we we deal with what we deal with and we move on. We do. We um, I think the big issue with that game is remember back was that we pumped them in round one, so we just thought, oh yeah, round three, go back out there, do the job again, and it actually wasn't as easy. You know, end up being a forty six point win in the end, eight two 
fifty to fourteen twelve ninety six, but it certainly was not that easy. Yeah, it wasn't a walk in the park by any stretch. Uh, <coughs> you know, we kicked fourteen twelve, so you know we probably kicked ourselves out of it a little bit and, and made the scoreline look a bit better. And, you know, they were an accurate two. Eight two, so I'll tell you what though, looking at the breakdown of the scores, it never actually felt like we were that far ahead. Like sort of looking at the breakdown was well twenty points up, twenty to thirty points up all game, but it felt so much closer. Yeah, it was yeah, sort of uh Yeah. I think it was one of those ones like you know, when you when you fourteen twelve and I, I reckon you could add in probably three or four add on the fools to that as well. Yep. Um it's sort of when you're not kicking as straight it, it doesn't make you seem like Games, we're keeping them closer than what it needed to be, sort of thing. Absolutely. And the goal kickers for that day was uh, Froles popped up with five. Um, he three from the midfield, then the last 10 minutes decided to sink, sit himself in the, in the goal square. Not bad for a midfield rotation throughout the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kicked three, Fat kicked two, Griffo comped. Uh, Griffo, Squeaker, Bluey, and Whip ran out the goal kickers. And the best player, obviously, Froles with five, myself, Pippa, Proct, Bluey, and Sunday for the best players. Yeah, so then we move. We we got to come back home for round four, and we come up against uh, Sky, who has always been a, a tough rival of ours in the thirds. Um, Certainly, um, think not not worth not a bad thing to say that they were definitely undermanned. Yeah, I think that yeah, it was sort of well known that they were going to be undermanned that week. Um, Ended up running out pretty uh, probably most comfortable. I reckon of a beaten Sky. In the thirds of the last handful of seasons? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember us ever having a, a win that well against them. So, what, 10 9, 69 to 3 straight 18. Um, and goal kickers, uh, Kados 2, Fro- geez, a lot of goal kickers. Froley, Peaches, Griffo, Benny, or Matt Benny, Juzzy, Squeaker, Fat, and Whipper again with the goals. And the best players, Griffo, Froles, Sunday, Kados, Pippa, and yours truly, Ricky Logan. They're just holding it down at the back line there. Someone has to. Um, and then we get to round five where we're coming up and against a team that we knew nothing about. Because who, who who cares about this game? Yeah. This well, game is just a – I don't know why this is even the run sheet. I unfortunately tested positive, what? Week the, four. The week before. And so, yeah, was getting out of ISO the day after the game. And I was uh, enjoying time looking after – the little one why my wife had COVID. So we both weren't there, unfortunately. Yeah, so it was our first time travelling down to Bentley, which uh, is a Div 1 side that we've never had to play against in the thirds or, you know, in our time in Division 3 or 4. It's, we've never faced them, so... And I'm sure you'll sit there and say that when you probably seen the score after the game, as I did, you're quite blown back by... Considering the results they show for the first four rounds, um, when I seen the final score, I was a bit like, oh, we actually obviously uh, took care of business pretty well. Yeah, but also again a lot of inaccuracies. Seven fifteen fifty seven to four nine thirty three, and I know it was a windy, yes, shitty that's right, day yeah. that day. It was nice and warm from the uh, the. Uh, I was actually thinking about coming down to watch that game. Come like, well, I've, I'm allowed to leave the house. My daughter's allowed to leave the house. I walked outside and felt how cold it was. I was like, nah, I'm just going to uh, sit at home. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, no, I was uh, locked in my bedroom, uh, away from the family. But the goal kickers for that day were Matt Benny two. Whipper, Kados, Juzzy, and Reigns. And best players were Chipper, Sunday, Juzzy, Tekka, Whipper, and Bluey. But we're missing out on a big thing between that round, mate, was the uh, week off, the Easter break, where the Cobra Bowl was decided and uh, decided with the asterisk next to the, next to the title winner. 
Yeah, well, that was... I was hoping you weren't going to bring that up at all, to be honest. Uh, part of me was still thinking about not letting it go ahead due to the uh, uproar and the just the whinging that come from that thing. <coughs> all right, so then we move on to round six. Um, another game that I don't really care about because this was the week where I popped for COVID and was out the day before. So, But this was one where um really showed what we can do as a team. Now, we went in at quarter time, two behind us, the 4-1-25 down, and then... Let them only get two more, two goals, one first of the game, and run away nine eight sixty two to six three thirty nine. Goal kickers Titties three, Matt Benny three, Froles and Whipper. Our best players once again. You got Froles, Titties, Matt Benny, Chipper, and Matt Dixon. And again, like it's a upper division team, Springvale Districts that you know they're up there in in Div One. Um, they've come from. A couple of years ago, Div 3 to win a couple of flags and, and get up there. Well, unfortunately, they didn't win the flag last year, but um, it's a team that you sort of... These top division teams, when you're coming up, up against them in thirds, you sort of never know what to expect. So. Exactly right. Then we move on to the, uh, a third game against Casey in only round seven. Now, this one was the one where um, I think as after round, with round three, we went in a little bit big-headed. This should be walk in the park. Yeah, I think we were also undermanned a little bit. We had a few out with uh, the spicy cough. Yeah, I um, this is my one day after I come after got out of um, isolation on the Friday. Played the Saturday and I only played two quarters. And then by three quarter time, I come off and felt like I hadn't slept for three days. So wasn't exactly in, it was a good day for footy. They also had an um, I think a pass big pass players day on as well. So normally when clubs have them type of functions on, you get a few ringings come through. And just the um, oh, the, you're up and about as exactly a team. right. You yeah, got a crowd, especially as a third. You don't, you know, when you're kicking the jaw off the ground most weeks, you don't really get too many crowds watching. So you know, to have a big occasion for them, they would have been up and about for it. And, and let's be honest, I think when you when you're coming up against a team for a third time in seven rounds, you, you do start to get complacent. You've beaten them twice, yeah, it should be easy. And yeah. I th- not even complacent, but also really again, like yeah, we've got to yeah. play them again. So this one, this one was actually so six six forty two. But again, inaccurate kicking five thirteen forty three. And to be fair, one of those points was our bloke rushing it through with about ten seconds to go to win the game, where they could have um, at least iced the draw earlier if their player had been yep. sort of. I know, I know every you're going to go for goal, you're going to try and win the game. But if he had just booted through the points, kicked it, so uh, wasn't enough time to get it coast to coast. But. Goal kickers for that one. Matt Benny, two. Titties, Squeaker and Whipper. Just Whipper just pops up for a goal every game, doesn't he? Yeah, he's good for a goal a game. Best yeah. players are Soda. So, Soda was the one that punched it through in the last minute, last 10 seconds. Was oh, it Soda? He was, he was, I think he caused a, a spoil at the centre-half. Ah, that's right, yes. Yeah. Uh, Froles, Titties, Chipper, Bluey and Pip. So let me move on to round eight at home against Dingley. And another, another one where you look at the scoreline and go, geez, I don't think I've beaten Dingley ever by that much, you know. Yeah, Dingley's always been, you know, they've won a couple of thirds flags. They've always been up there. And again, and they've won a club. So they're, you know, a club that has probably been the envy of the Southern League for a long time. Oh, absolutely. They've how, uh, how well they've gone as a whole. So um, we, um, yeah, well, 11, yeah, 11, 13, 79 to 1, 6, 12. Goal kickers again, Froles popped up with four, Titties three, myself two, Kados one, Griffo and Griffo one. And best players, once again, Froles, 
and Titties, Sunday, Dixon, The Bear Trap, and Jonty. Yeah. <coughs> and then we move to another massive hiccup in our season. Yeah, so round nine, we were supposed to have a bye. Um, and then the week following week was Queen's birthday. But last minute, the week before, we found out that there was another team coming back into the thirds to even up the fixture, which meant that every team that was scheduled for a bye would lose that. And we just happened to be that team that was having the buy that week. So and had quite a few blokes that had already had plans in place for because of that two weeks off and that uh didn't didn't stop us though. No, a resounding win. I've I've never like not wanted to make a phone call as much as I had to make this phone call to Fattis to let him know that we we're gonna be playing that week when I knew all the plans he had for that weekend. So Yep. Well, I did I I I didn't play because I had a Halfback work booked in for weeks beforehand and couldn't pull out of that one. But a very south, 3 4 22 to a 16 13 109. Goal kickers Matt Benny with five, Reigns with three, Kados and Peaches two apiece. Then Froles, Juzzy, Squeaker, and Joshy Herford ran out the goal kickers. Now, best players Matt Benny, Sunday, Froles, Soda, Peaches, and Joshua. Yeah, then we obviously had the week off for. Queen's birthday weekend. Oh, finally a game to get talking about. Here we go. Then <laughs> we come back round 10. Um, we travel out to Endeavour Hills where we didn't know what to expect. And let's be honest, about half hour before the game, or 20 minutes before the game, I was still thinking that there was a chance we weren't going ahead. Yeah, unfortunately they, they are struggling for numbers at the moment. So there was sort of, I think, 12, 14 blokes. They were calling guys still last minute trying to get guys up. So I think they got... 16 up with a couple that sort of came late as well. I think they ended up with 18 at the end, I think. I yeah, so the time, so I think yeah. that 16 to start and then a couple of guys run on during the game at some point. So that was 3 uh, 3 21 to 20 14, 134. Now, do you want me to go through all eight of my goals like in depth? We've got plenty of time. No, nah, <laughs> no, let's say, what did you kick? A eight. Cheap eight. Yeah, eight. Benny four. Kados three. Hambo. Killer. Jazzy, Dicko and Froley make up the goal kickers and the best, obviously, myself. Then you've got Froles, Benny, Kados, Griffo and Joshy. See, I think Fattis is probably glad, like, he's not playing at the moment. So, he's like, he's the one picking the best players, right? No, I, don't, I don't think he still is. No, no, he's he's, he's actually doing he's it now, picked, is he? Yeah. He's picking the best, but... Told me so the other day he wasn't. He knows, like, as a forward, if you've kicked eight goals, that's probably a best on. How does it make sense why Benny got best on with five? Because normally yeah. Benny just kicks six. Where and gets I know Fat in the past, I'm pretty sure he had an eight or nine goal. Might have even been a ten goal game. He was ten game. against Black Rock. Ten, ten goal game and didn't get in the, didn't get best on. He was, he was not happy about it. And then there's been times where he's had a decent day in front of goal and he's, as a coach, he's then going, well, I can't put myself in the best. But I'm like, mate, you kicked six Always or seven, you've got to put mate. yourself in. So he's looked after the forwards, making sure they're getting in the best when they've had a, had a few. But that was a, that was a, that was a that scoreline could have been completely different. The forward line, you know, you look at myself, Benny, Ricardo's eight, four and three. That could have been completely different if, yeah, even though we beat him quite comfortably, Fat was very on his a jushy game. We don't kick away like we sort of the first don't blaze away. Yeah. First half we sort of weren't really rewarding our forwards for the work they were putting in. And the second half, midfielders started doing their job and let the forwards do their job. And it shows with fifteen goals between three of our forwards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <coughs> and, uh, round eleven, we'll, we'll 
back home for the first of uh, back-to-back home games against uh, CPL. Was, uh, we booked it in for a Friday night. Um, another another hiccup. A big big occasion for a Friday night. It was Trappers two hundred. Bear Traps two hundred. Um, which which should have been early in the season, but he uh, he cooked himself in the calf and supers. Yeah, yeah, he was actually due to play it against Endeavour Hills, but pinged a calf. And right, to be yeah. honest, he was actually pretty close to not being get, being able to get up for this APL game as well. He, he was still not not quite a hundred percent. But the man of the occasion got himself up. He could have been in the hospital on his deathbed. He wouldn't been here for that occasion. Well, when you'd spent the money he'd spent on the banner he got, yeah, true. You would have you would have got him to carry you through on a stretch. If I you heard a little rumor that he paid five bucks for everyone that rocked up for him as well. I don't, I don't know if that's true. But um, the footy tip trip, footy tip trend, footy trip tin has disappeared since that day. So, could actually be some uh, yeah. truth to that rumor. But that was a good good night. We got the win for his two hundred, and there was a good crowd down here for it, which was uh, even better. Yep. And so uh, seven eight fifty to five six thirty six. Goal kickers Froles with four, Juzzy, Benny, and Squeaker. Best players Froles, Squeaker, Soda, Proctor. Jonty, Benny, and Joshy Herford, and that is the game where I screwed my finger. So, yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, a stray kick, bang in your finger, puts you out of action. Yeah, it's what I get for trying to uh, stop the hack kick out of the forward line. I should just move to the contest, put myself straight to the goal square, push somebody out else out there. But it is what it is. And then, um, so at this point in time, we're sitting eleven and zero, feeling pretty good about ourselves. Um, I don't think, speaking of school, even though we were eleven and zero, a few cracks start to appear and. A little bit of Lashy creeping back in. Yeah, I think uh, attitude was a little bit of the the theme that I, I sort of see was uh, starting to become a bit of a problem with guys' attitudes towards each other, um, a little bit of that negative sort of, you know, if even within games, little battles within games of like, all right, they've, they've kicked a goal and now we've got to get back in front or whatever and it's the sort of attitude was a bit, you know, Towards that negative side, and, and it wasn't um, it wasn't just like we know what we're going to do, we're going to get it done, like uh, and which which is what's what we've done in previous games and what we've been able to do all year. So I think um, the team that challenged us, it, it really sort of brought forth some negatives that we probably haven't had previously, which was disappointing, but. Well, the, um, the the bright side that I look at from that game is as someone that wasn't there but I was filming it for halfback was I can pinpoint about seven moments in that game that we lost the game. We adjust seven things that we can we can adjust and just blokes doing what they're meant to be doing and we win that game by a couple of kicks. And let's be honest, we, only, we went in at quarter time only to kick up where in that first ten minutes we could have banged on four or five pretty easily but we didn't. Yeah, so the final score in round 12, 6 9, 45 to 8 5, 53. Again, a little bit of inaccuracy as well. Um, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying there was at least five add on the fools you could add to that scoreline as well. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, where they were blazing away, if you will, or just, you know, I think it's a little bit of like. Rush to get a score because we're behind, um, you know, yeah. like s- instead of looking for that best option, yeah. slowing the play down and getting the best look at it, sort of like... There was also, a, score, also a lot of 
we would bust our ass to, you know, go inside 50, we'd bust our ass to keep repeating inside 50s. But then because we're working so hard that way, ball would come out of our 50 and no one was working hard the other way, which left a back line and all sorts. So I think the first, I think their first four goals pretty much come from very, very quick. Like their three, one, not three goals in the first quarters was, I reckon we'll inside 50, 10 to 15 times. And their two goals, I reckon they went inside 54 times. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, if you... I haven't been able to watch the replay yet, but I'm pretty sure if I watched it, I, I reckon that their um, score efficiency, is that yeah. how they put it in the AFL, where, you know, the insides converted to scores, I think theirs would be, you know, it'd almost be 100% for oh, them it early It'd be in the very, game. very close. Um, um, it was sort of weird, because it's the first time I've actually filmed one of our games, and, <coughs> you know, seeing it full forward or even standing on the sidelines, I'm normally watching sort of, the game, what's happening behind and what's happening ahead of the game all the one time. But when you watch behind a camera, the amount of stuff that you pick up, you're like, we can fix that, we can fix that. So I actually left there. I think, again, the thing that was brought up tonight which by Fat, which I was going to bring up in the match review, was even though we were, I think, three goals, effectively three kicks with two minutes to go in the game to win it, there was, I actually always felt like we were a chance. Yeah. It wasn't until like sort of that last minute where I'm like, okay, now nah, we've... Too long now, but we always, I always felt like, okay, we're actually still a chance to at least bring this back to a win here, or at least get it back to less than a kick. With time on, if we had time on, in uh, I'm not even time on, just blokes being aware of the game sense that we don't have time on. Like, there's a couple of times where, well, we kicked out the fence and no one, none of our blokes went to run to get it. So you yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of switched on with uh, that, but no, yeah, time on. Time yeah. on and make it a very different sort of uh, look because, yeah. you know, we'll sort of, yeah, while it's, you know, a little bit too little, too late, but. It is. But goal kickers, Matt Benny for Kados and Squeaker. And then best players, Paddy, Matt Benny, Pippa, Squeaker, Sunday and Proctor. So, now. Um, and that's sort of a pretty telling, isn't it, when um, a backline player is getting best on. Yeah. Um, Paddy was great. Paddy was fantastic. So, um, now this podcast is, is only goes ahead because of the footy club. And uh, one of the sponsors at the footy club, the new one this year is Kitchens or You Build Kitchens. Yep. Um, Cheltenham and Hallam, I'm pretty sure. Uh, mentioned them in the first podcast of the year, but um, life member, stalwart of the club, Steve Rowney, jumped on board as a sponsor this year. Um, can I obviously can't go past McCormick Constructions, major sponsor for, so obviously now six years, seven years running, probably. Oh, yeah. About that. And uh, obviously... He supported the bar well before. Yeah, he was buying Jimmy's too, so he was buying that top quality, uh, top shelf stuff. And obviously halfback digital media. Digital media built for community sports. So, so we're, what are we, 12 rounds in. Who has been your, your, your standout player, but your standout player that's actually surprised you how good they've been this year? Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start, obviously I didn't bring, run this past you. Matt Benny. Yep. Matt Benny is currently sitting, I think he's sitting top of the goal kicking. Yep. He might be go ahead league, league. For, the, for the league goal kicking. Yep. I mean, obviously me being out for a chunk of game and Fat being out for a chunk of time. It's helped him because it's actually helped him be the focal point. Like, normally when he's in the forward line with myself or Fat or myself and Fat, he's second, third option. And normally when it's me and Fat, Fat and Fat is an eye out there, he's up at half forward flank. We all, know, we all know Matt Benny can kick a goal. You know, he takes a mark, you're backing him 80% of the time, I reckon. And he's a player that once his confidence is up, He's hard to beat. Yeah. Like, let's, be, let's be honest. When, when, he, when he's actually he's conf, he's on the ground, like game day's confidence is up, he's, he buzzes. He, he's he, one, yeah. of the, one of the 
harder running, like again, you're is a different, completely different forward to yourself and fat, where you guys have to use what your attributes are and you know outsmart your opponents, get your body under whatever. Where he is somebody that you know, and he's had to do it. He's had to do the second, third, fourth leads because he's trying to open space a lot for you guys and things like that. But then when it's it it's been like, all right, well, Fat Dog's out this week, Fat's out this week. We need you to step up, and you're the target now. And he he's yeah. he's taken up and and he's he's not shy point. when he's out there as the second forward. He's not afraid to go and open that space up for you. No, he, he understands that. Okay, he's not the focal point, but to win games of footy, he opens up space. Selfless. But then by doing that, he gets reward. I think there was a game. I don't remember who it was, but it was a game where he worked his ass off for two and a half quarters opening space, and then in that last quarter, I think it was only a couple of games, I think it was maybe I think it was early on in the season, there was a couple of games with our forwards. One bloke would have a great three quarters, but then the work that the other blokes were doing for them three quarters, they got rewarded with a bunch of goals yeah. in the last quarter when the game was sort of iced and putting on, they like to call them junk time goals, but they were getting rewarded for the effort they'd put in for three quarters. Yeah, Matt, Matt Benny to me would be probably the a standout player that is su- surprising. Like, you'd almost as go go as far, and, and I agree with you, that, like, it's it's hard to say this for a guy who's been here for almost 200 games himself, he'd be almost most improved. You'd have to say, yeah. From, from last year to this year, you'd almost put him in that most improved. Um, I mean, any anyone that goes from... Anyone that goes from a player that can be hit and miss... Week in, week out. Some weeks he gets, you could get 10 touches. Some weeks he can't find the footy. To being after 12 rounds, top of the goal kicking, and you read through the stats and it's consistent goals, goals. Yeah, he's kept like a bag of five and a bag of four. But even again, you know, on the weekend, Sky. Kicks four against Sky. Yep. That's, and he kicked two goals on the siren at both quarter time and half time. And kicked a ripper from the boundary Pocket, line. Yeah. yeah. Where he should have, should have got given a 50. Yes, yes, mark, he should have, yes. Took the mark in the air, was pushed in the back yeah. body 20 metres, just launched in the air. Yeah. The The mark wasn't even brought back to where he originally it wasn't. should have I watched that taken today, the actually, kick yeah. from. The mark was given him probably an extra 10 metres from where he... <laughs> like, he took the kick from where he landed instead of where he took the mark. And the most amazing thing about the goal, it was such a... It looked like a half-hearted snap. It looked watching it back. It looked like a well, watching it live and then watching it back. How I have, it looks like he's almost like, oh, I'm just going to go for it. If it comes off, it comes you, off. If you're watching doesn't. this on video, it'll be on right now. Okay, and I'm pretty sure you hear the bear trap go, yeah, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, to me, he's yeah. You're probably right. He's probably the most improved player. I mean, when you don't have many blokes to really, blokes have been here this whole time. There's no one that's really improved. Drastically, yeah, yeah, like drastic. he has, yeah, yeah. But that and that comes from again him. And same as me when I'm a forward. When I know I'm the focal point, I'm, I'm the main target that day. You're always trying a little bit harder because you know you won't get to kick the footy. Yep. All right. Uh, I think <coughs> another one that's been solid uh, um, has been a pretty solid rock down back has been Chipper. Oh, absolutely. He's yep. just been absolutely well, a marking machine. I think he was there. best on two out of the first five games or something. Wasn't yeah, he? He's, he was, um, he's, um, he's looking like bloody Stephen May freaking 
a belt in his own teammates, though. Yeah, Thank uh, God for that. Oh. Jesus Christ. But, yeah. But no, you're right, yeah. Some of the marks he's been taken, you know, one-on-one, rarely gets beaten, um, and and just reads it well. Yep. You know, just reads it well in the air when he gets a chance. You, you know, th- the only time is freaking he gets stuffed up is when the old text decides to go third man up, <laughs> fly over and spoil or, it. Or when he just goes, oh, this is comfortable, and then falls over himself. Yeah. <laughs> But um, like that's our half back line. Yeah, you look at the half back line, and when when we're playing good footy, the fact that the three best mates play across that half back line is, I think, a big reason why we are so strong. Like it, it gives you you blokes down in that full back line a little bit, makes your job a little bit easier when that half back line is doing their job so well. Yep. And with, you know, as we've seen on the weekend, they didn't have the best of days and made your your blokes' life down there very very tough. Yep. But um. Um, and another one I'd say is um, a guy who at the start of the year changed jobs, was sort of undecided whether he was even going to be able to play footy at all. Hasn't really been able to train, but any time he's been available, he's just said, yeah, I'm available, I'll come play. And that's been Soda. Yep. And, oh. you know, we've we've said, all right, this Jeez. week we need you in the ruck. Oh, I tell you uh, what. Next ne- week we need you to play wing. Or ne- You know what? There's a fast forward we need you to go back. Jeez, now, and now, he's just he's just done the job. Now you mentioned Soda, jeez, it's almost yeah. You almost have him most improved. Like I think he's won it before, so it's hard ah, to win two most improved. That is true. But it just means you're getting better, doesn't it? Yeah, but you can't improve on improving, can you? Yeah. But uh, in reality, I think he's improved due to age. Like let's be honest, he's he's no longer that skinny, shy, sixteen-year-old kid. He's now that arrogant, twenty-one-year-old real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, got that definitely. swagger about he's him got now. That, that salesman yeah. swagger about him. Now. Strolls in the train in the yeah. suit when he knows he's not going to train. So, oh, yeah, no worries, mate. He just needs to buy like an Audi or something like that, <laughs> or you know, uh, yeah, like your Russian Audi. I was going to say he just yeah. needs to. I expect the Russian bet when he was in his real estate days a, and work out what he needs. Get a big overcoat, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, no, so, so far it's been a good season. Like we're what, we're twelve, eleven and one. Uh, moving to Cheltenham this Friday night. So Friday night footy again. Some away from home, though. It's going to be a bit of a strange one. Yeah, so Friday night at Cheltenham. So, we, you know, again, we've played all our Friday night games that we have had have always been at home. So we haven't played a Friday night away, um, which yeah, is I think, I an interesting one. But I think I'd rather play Friday night than 8.55 on a oh, Saturday morning right, When Cheltenham. you were... <laughs> When you rang me and told me, oh, yeah, they want to play Friday night at 7 o'clock, I was like, as someone not playing, as somebody who has a full weekend of halfback stuff and baby showers and also needs to build my daughter a um, cubby house for her second birthday and somehow that time, I was like, yeah, you absolute ripper. That is, that's, that's a great result. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, well, we've got some other, you know, Things coming up, um, we didn't mention that we unfortunately had to cancel the 60-year reunion. Yeah, I was um, trying to push that through my... Event, but we do have some, you know, footage we do, we, we, we do hope to have... Like, presentation, we will be doing the 60-year stuff. Unfortunately, I think in this day and age of social media and um, when you've only got a couple of people really doing anything, it, it does make... It was, it was devastating for yourself and I because of the amount of work that we'd put in in the off season and meetings here, not to go ahead, but is what it is. It's um, I think it's reflective of where we are as a club, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. I think um, you know, we've said it privately and stuff. It, it is a reflection on where we are, really. When you know, it's a sixty-year reunion, 
you think there'd be people busting down our doors to be able to, you know, when are we catching up? When are we doing this or when are we doing that? And instead you got poor Steve Rowney driving around the week before trying to drum up people to come to it. No, I had no idea, but they've somehow seen the Facebook post. And all that. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, but um, yeah, we've got uh, hoodies available, 60-year hoodies available. Um, a handful of those left. But we are, we are going to do the team of the 60 years and the Hall of Fame. Those people will get conducted during presentation night, which Hall what of Fame will be something that's part of presentation yep. night moving forward. Anyway. And what date and where is that? That is the 16th of September Yep, at Sandown Park Hotel. Cool. Sweet. And Friday night. Um, and so ideal, no, ideal world touch. We're not going to head over sales, but ideal world. That's uh, six days after we lift, lift the tr- lift the cup. Yes, in an ideal world, we're celebrating a premiership while we're inducting the first lot into the Hall of Fame. So in an ideal world, we've got blokes haven't been at work for five days, still going on from Saturday night. <laughs> I might be one of them. <laughs> no, no, ideal world, mate. You'll be after the Sunday after your Super's grand final. Yeah. But um, other than that, we've got the uh, $2,000 draw, which we've been um, obviously very, very fortunate with how that's come across and how that's come about. Um, that's 6th of August. 6th of August at the club rooms. Reverse draw. 199 tickets available. Um, available and just a quick question, and this obviously could have been, are, are they going to be available online? Like, can, Are you going to be able to purchase tickets online? Nah, nah, no, no. Okay. In person. Yep. Everyone will get their tickets to go out and sell them and sell them to people. Um, yeah, we'll keep this as a... But I, if you are somebody that's from out there, you know, can't get to the club, a past player, you can reach out to the club and purchase one and we'll go through the um, where money needs to be sent to yep. for all that stuff. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure that... Uh, not that anybody sees social media that we've noticed and don't want to buy tickets, but... Yeah. Um, and then once we get into finals, sort of once we sort of know where we're at, what day we'll be playing. We will be doing a the first probably nine rounds or ten rounds of the season vote count at the club. Um, that's obviously date to be to be confirmed once we sort of know where our finals are. Ideal world again, um, we've finished top and it's after our first final or we finish top three and it's after our first final ideal world. Um, yeah, so sort of what we've got left is six games to go for the regular season. we got... Uh, what two of two three of those are at home? Uh, I think so. Yeah, three out of the six are at home. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of the top four teams to come yeah, up. Yeah, well, against. I think so. We're away to Cheltenham this week, and I think we're home to Bentley. I think and then away to Springy, and then home to Casey, away to Dingley, and then home to Narry. So yeah, we'll um, maybe even Narry South. We might do the uh, the vote count, possibly. I mean, it takes a couple of hours. No, okay, no dramas. No, um, but yeah, we've got six games to go. We're looking healthy. We're sitting on well, we're healthy. Healthy. Health is a we're looking healthy. all right, sitting <laughs> on top. But you know, um, it's a it's a cluttered top three, top crossed, four though. We do have some some players coming back. Um, you know and. I'll cross my fingers for you. <laughs> I guess it was crossing that, my hands. <laughs> that uh, you'll but, get back for finals. But, but that's the thing, mate. You look at the players we got out. We've got a lot of quality to come back into that team. Like, you've probably got, I think, of four, got a couple four to five to six that could be week, back. So, yeah. It's um, a yeah, hopefully guys are getting 
getting back for the run home. Um, you know, Fat is an, another one that's been out since round three, four. Yeah, let's hope he can drum up his games for his 200th. Um, so he's he's keen to get back. Um, but yeah, six games to go and we're only one game clear on top. So anything could happen. And it's a, so it's between one and one to four. It's, um, you know, we sit there and say we're top, which is we're only, we're only one or two losses off fourth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that that top four is, is real tight. And then even that, um, five through about the five, six, and seven are pretty. Uh, are all really in a, in yeah, a hunt yeah, for. And as we know, definitely know, like a bit like the AFL ladder at the moment. There's it, a lot could change pretty quickly. So, and, and as we know, with not only not just thirds footy, but any any local footy, you can finish fifth just because you finished fifth and you've finished seven games behind top of the ladder. You still have every chance to win the grand final. Funny things happen during finals. Yeah, that's it. Um. Mate, some huge news in in local footy in our league was that Fev put the boots back on for uh, St Kilda City and went down a cranny and yeah, yeah no. one of the one of the uh, that'd have to be one of the biggest bloody oh uh, yeah you know lineups you've seen you got Dane Swan Brendan Favola Aaron Edwards yep all playing. <laughs> Potato cakes handed out, you reckon? In a freaking <laughs> suburban football team down in Cranny at Livingston. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, That's just, pretty ridiculous. Just a side note. Um, obviously, we've spoke to St Kilda City's coach Matt Hoy quite a few times on yep. halfback stuff. He actually uh, coached his last game on the weekend, so he's actually not oh, okay. coaching forward. So yeah. Yep. So I think he's um Ryan, his brother, who we also spoke to at Nations Footy Cups, taking over. So I don't know if maybe just uh too many uh. You know, him, him fitting in with Fev and that just didn't quite work, you know, him being the big shot coach, but good bloke. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Hoy brothers are ripping brothers, the uh, coaches of uh, of uh, teams for the Nations Footy Cup, uh, Team New Zealand and Team World, I Team think World, it was. Yep, yep. Yeah, so but Matt um, done, Matty done the last two years and Ryan coached Team World for the first time this year, so yeah, well, hopefully they'll be back again next year. And um, Wish him all the best with whatever he does, but yeah, mate, if... <laughs> Imagine going into the start of the year thinking you're going to get to coach Swanee and how good's this, and then all of a sudden you've got half a bloody AFL team. Well, I remember when we spoke to him last year at Nations Footy Cup, we mentioned about Dane Swan and what it was like. He's like, oh, you had to start filtering out the blokes that weren't really serious. And then all of a sudden you got Fev rolling in the train as well, and Aaron Edwards back from Bali. What's another one, Aaron uh, Edwards? Surely Fev's not rolling in the training. Oh, well, he does, he does do breakfast radio, so probably not. That's another one, Aaron Edwards. He was. Um, Aaron Edwards kicked. He was uh, he's been training, and doing stuff with uh, Bali Geckos. Oh yeah. So another little apparently he's out, brought a house, brought a place out in uh, Bali, and uh, actually I think was, I heard something they weren't expecting to get him back. They thought he was going to be spending the rest of the footy season in Bali, but when you got that line up, they can really push for a flag. I don't think you're not coming back. Yeah, no, that would be uh, interesting, um, especially you know Cranny their first year in this league, and and you know have getting a host. That kind of mm. talent down there would have been pretty crazy. <laughs> it would have been one of those ones where it's like, really? Yeah, cool, we get to host them. But really, we have to play against them? <laughs> like, we're top, we're doing pretty well. We have to play against them? Yeah. But um, no, you know, good on them. Good on you know, a lot of clubs um, doing well across the league. I think the league in, in general are doing a pretty good job. Like, I can't really... Besides, obviously, early in the season without fixturing, but that's you know, out of their control when you don't really know what clubs are going to come in. The league have done pretty well this season. Don't really hear. Um, and the good thing is, I'm seeing a lot of um, 
a lot of AFLs getting played all around the world too. So you yep. know, it's good. I've seen the Mozzies have had some games. Well, they had the um, uh, the European Championships two weeks ago. I think it was. Don't ask me who won because I don't remember. But I've yeah, seen a no. lot of posts about that. We got the clubs getting around it. I and know there was some little tournaments going on over the US as well. With, um, uh, well, just just one on the US AFL. The US AFL have just signed a partnership with Tasmania. Yeah, so I saw that. So, um, and apparently, all done without any help from the North Texas Devils, which um. I was a bit blown away, and I spoke to James from North Texas Devils. He was like, "No, no, it's actually serious. Like the USAFL went out and done it themselves." Yeah, nice. Um, well, hopefully one day Tassie's got their own AFL team, and it helps USAFL spread spread the word and stuff as well. Absolutely. Now, hopefully, they can only benefit the, uh, the North Texas Devils, which you know, they sent out some jumpers. So we're going to show a lot of love to them. Them fellas across there. It is It is one of my favourites to whip oh, out for training. It is a ripper. And um, blokes be like, oh, where'd you get that jumper? Yeah, it's, uh, it's North Texas Devils, boys. Oh, I'll get tell you what, uh, I'd be adopting Tassie as my second team if they had a jumper like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Taz, yeah. Tassie Devils, like, come on. Like, that's... It's a quality jumper. Forget about sending North Melbourne or whatever. <laughs> there. Start your own thing, Tassie Devils. And when, and when like you listen, if you want to listen to it, go back and listen to the show we done with them. But they actually reached out to Tasmania and got the copyright for all the logos, the colours to use them. They didn't just go, "Oh, we're going to build a relationship with North Texas with Tasmania," without actually reaching out to them. They did all the due diligence, whatever that word is, to to do it and get it like ticked off and copyright and everything like that. So they weren't infringing on any copyrights. So credit to them for that work they've done. And they're from my conversation with James the other day. It sounds like they're almost one of the biggest clubs in um, USAFL now. They're pretty much every game they're rocking up to, they're rocking up with a full 22. You're in Texas. You don't do shit in half measures, much. Everything's bigger in Texas, all right? You know that. <laughs> Texas, go. It's, they're big. There you go, Riff. You don't, need to, you don't need to edit that out. I dropped it. Big cowboy <laughs> but just, uh, boots, big hats. 42 minutes in. Just double-check that, would you? Um... But we might as well wrap that one up for tonight. Um, as I said, ideal world, and I'm not going to promise anything, but we hopefully be back the next week, next couple of weeks. Um, leading into finals, it'd be good to be able to do this. We've got six rounds left every Tuesday. Get a few guests on. Uh, well, after each home game, so we've got, you know. Yeah. We've got our way home, away home, away home. So It's really whenever we can be bothered pulling the gear out, really. Let's just yeah, be blatantly honest. And, It'd be one of those things where we could be sitting here on a Tuesday night, no intention of doing it, and then by quad eight, everyone's gone from training, and it's like, well, might as well. Yeah. Could we not? We have all intention of doing it, and we're still talking shit in the change rooms at 8.30. It happens more often than not. It does. But no, nah, mate, it's been good to, uh, good, good to have a chat with you. So this will be up, well, probably hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, you can watch it on the Cobras Facebook, the Halfback Digital Media YouTube page, or listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where, wherever you get your podcasts. I, I'm an Apple Podcast man myself, so yeah, uh, Spotify, it's all on, it's yeah. all on there. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get it. And uh, once the off season rolls around, mate, Halfback Digital Media will be back working on a podcast that we started. But again, COVID and everything sort of put a halt to it. Uh, Locker Room Dribble will be back with a few big guests, but um. Got a couple that we're working on, a couple of big names in local footy. And if, you know, if your club, you know, your footy club or cricket club want to start getting into the world of podcasting and hitting this digital media zone, hit out Halfback Digital Media. You, know, you can see the setup we've got, the cameras, the mics. You know, don't just do it on a phone. Get, get the people in to do it. We can edit it, 
come down and film it all for you. Top top notch stuff, mate. Um, no point uh, no point heading into the digital world and podcasting with uh, like how we did when we first started. Yeah, just you know, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, <laughs> just be like Texas, mate. We don't do stuff in half measures here. Yeah, that's it. So no, nah, but uh, well, pleasure to speak to you again, mate, on the Cobra Cast, and I'll see you, we'll see you next time. Yep. Cheers. <laughs>